0: and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us and I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hey there, welcome to episode 21 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica, and I'm super thrilled that you're here. Today is what I've come to think of as being like a Monday musing session. Just me, no guest, shorter episode where we can just chat about something that is important, topical, interesting. And today what I want to talk about is why self-care and self-kindness and mindfulness and movement are really not optional extras, are really not like something that we should leave to get to when everything else has been ticked off the list. Why even in times like the times we're facing in 2020, this practice is vital. And what I really want to point out today is not just the ways that it's vital for you, but why it's really actually vital for humanity as a whole. And I know that that's a big call. You might be thinking, what does my movement practice have to do with humanity? How does that help in any of the scenarios in the world right now? And you know, there's a lot to choose from. There is a lot going on in the world, a lot to stand behind, a lot to stand for. And I think oftentimes when we're faced with the stuff that we're being faced with in 2020, and even just looking deeply at ourselves and you know what our role is in this changing landscape we can maybe start to believe that things like our own self-care practices, our movement practices, our mindfulness practices somehow seem insignificant and inconsequential. but i'm really here to invite you to shift your perspective around that if indeed that is your perspective. one of the things that i have come to really understand on a on a much more profound level than i think that i've ever understood it before is that notion of, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I think that that term and those sorts of terms are bandied about so liberally at the moment in terms of, you know, we we all know that we should be doing self-care and we should be doing these things and we should be looking after ourselves, but it doesn't kind of hit home for some reason. There's something missing. There's some piece of that puzzle that feels, you know, somehow lacking for us. And self-care and self-kindness and looking after ourselves feel like hard. And then when we are faced with situations in the world that feel harder, our own practices can be the first thing to drop away. And, you know, when we're not aware of how deeply those practices can impact not only ourselves but the people around us, think we're really missing out on something very important. So how? How do we impact the world through our own movement practices? I think for some reason we have this notion that these individual practices that we partake in, whether it be doing a you know, regular yoga class, taking a walk every day, sitting to meditate, whatever it is for you, or whatever combination, we've somehow come to believe that these are almost selfish pursuits that you know, we're just looking after ourselves, two things. Looking after yourself is not selfish. And even if you want to call it that, we should remove any kind of negative connotation from it. But if you've ever been completely worn out, completely drained, you know that you are pretty useless to everybody around you. I know when I'm completely wiped out and drained, getting my kids just into bed is, you know, next to impossible. It feels like trying to move a mountain. And so when we're faced with big stuff, causes that we want to get behind, differences that we want to make in the world, how can we expect to do those things if we're not looking after ourselves? And from another angle, I think this is really important. So we've talked about very briefly this idea that, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup and really understanding that we have very little to give when we haven't got anything in the tank. Like it's just literally not there. But the other really interesting element to this is that I truly believe that when we commit to a practice that helps us to get to know ourselves better, that helps us to break down and break through the habitual lenses that we see through, the habitual ways we see ourselves, the habitual ways that we interact with people, the habitual ways that we respond to things internally and externally, we become so much better equipped to question and to see these things outside of ourselves as well. We can't become so much better at true compassion. We become so much better at kind of dropping our judgments or at least noticing them with enough space to really question whether we can you know, buy into it, whether we can believe them. We really start to go into the world with our eyes more widely open, willing to be curious, willing to be wrong, which I think is really important, willing to be quiet sometimes and just listen, willing to see and explore in ways that perhaps we haven't before. And I don't think that we have the capacity for those things if we haven't done the same for ourselves. And so that's why I truly believe that a consistent practice for ourselves, whether it be a mindful movement practice, a mindfulness practice, self-care, self-kindness, all of those things really rolled into one. As we start to tune our inner ear to ourselves, we become all the more adept at tuning our outer ear to the world and we have more to give. So I hope that this gives you that sense of permission if you need it, to know that your practices, those things that make you feel good in your body, and in your being are not selfish, are not added extras, are not things that should be cast aside when life feels hard and messy. They're the things that we should be, you know, grabbing onto. They're the things that should be our lifeline. I'd love to know what you think about that. Has that been true for you? Come on over and find me. I'm on Instagram at EricaWebYoga. I'm on Facebook, same thing, at Erica Webbyoga, Yoga, And you'll also find me online, EricaWebYoga.com.au. Podcast is a very one-sided conversation, but I would love, love, love to know what you think. Has this been true for you? Is this something that, you know, makes you think a certain kind of thing, feel a certain kind of way? Let me know. And I'll be back on Thursday with my special guest, Matt Glover. We're going to be talking all things forest therapy. I'll see you then.